Hi, and welcome to Carlos 911, the podcast. Um, here today, we are going to talk about Carlos Reyes and Rafa, because at the end of the day, they deserve more and they deserve better. So to start, just to give a quick disclaimer, all of this is my own personal opinion. This is all my own personal thoughts that I've had since I started watching this show a whole two weeks ago. <laughs> I binged this show. I watched 20, 20, 21 episodes in about 24 hours. I was not fucking around. Um, so I dove into this and now I have some thoughts. I have some opinions that I feel need to be expressed because I don't see them from, you know, I mean, I see them from the good part of the fandom, but I don't see them from the whole fandom and that's an issue in it in, in itself. But, um, to kind of just start off with my one biggest complaint that I have is that queer characters of color are rarely given the screen time that they deserve. Now, what I mean by that is that do they exist in media? Yes. Can you find them in, you know, books, movies, TV shows? Yeah. You kind of got to go digging, but yeah, they're there. However, they're not as prominent and they are not as well received as their white counterparts. And that is because society is more comfortable with white gays than they are with gays of color. And it's rough. It is rough as a queer person who loves books and movies and TV shows to rarely see people like me on the page and on screen. And when I saw this show, when I was seeing the gifts and the tweets and everything, I was intrigued. Um, and it took me a minute, obviously to hop in on this train that is Tarlos, but I'm here now. And what I see is an actor who gives 110% when he shows up to work. Doesn't matter if he's in the episode for five seconds. Doesn't matter if he's in the episode for five minutes. Doesn't matter if he's there for 15 minutes. When he shows up to work, he serves. He read the assignment. He knows what he's doing. He shows up ready to fucking go. And he <laughs> he gets nothing. Like, how can... I need to find someone who can honestly, seriously watch this show and tell me that Carlos does not deserve more than what he has. Because he does, you know? And I think that the writers and the showrunners for this show are well aware of what they're doing. They know that Tarlos is going to get in their views. They know that having a queer person of color as a cop 
is going to get views. They are well aware of this fact, but they also don't show him very much. And there is a reason why for that. It's because as much as they want to be woke, as much as they want to have those cool guy points for showing a queer person of color as a cop, um, they're not ready to actually dive into that and what that means. Um, especially with the last year that we've had, um, to be honest, the last since America was founded that we've had. Black people and people of color um, have not been treated very well in this country. Have not, they definitely have not been treated very well by law enforcement. Um, the law, cops, sheriffs, and police officers were originally crafted, as far as my knowledge, to round up freed slaves and to take them back to slavery or to kill them. That was their job. That, that was the police force. That's, that's what they were meant to do. And cut to 200, 300 years later, here we are, and you have a Brazilian man playing a Latino man as a cop. And he's gay. Not only is the character gay, but the actor is too, you know? And that is something that even after these couple hundred years, people are still not ready to come to, ter come to terms with. They are more comfortable with white gays because most of the people who are racist and gross and homophobic are, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I know that other cultures have their own homophobic issues, but I mean, in America specifically, the majority of the gross people who are in charge of things like media and the narrative on how society perceives people are white. So they are slowly coming to grips with the fact that white gay people exist and they are steadfast on trying to squash any semblance of queer people of color. And as a queer black person, that is very hard to deal with whenever I want to consume some media. Um, but the writers of this show and the people who run this show know that people tune in every week to see what's going to happen with Tarlos next. You know, like they had such passion, physical passion in the beginning. And that's great. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I love the physical passion. That is also something that needs to be normalized on television and media. Um, however, gay stories are not inherently sexual. And that's part of the reason why I very much love Carlos because yes, there is a physical passion there. There is a physical attraction there, but their emotional bond is something that is so good and so pure and wonderful. And it's something that I haven't seen in a very long time. Um, and the writers, <laughs> The writers just look at these two and they go, well, we made them fuck in like two episodes. So that should satisfy them enough, right? No, because let's be honest, if I wanted to see two men fuck, I could log onto a porn website and boom, I have a myriad of different options to choose from. If sex was the only thing that made people love Tarlos, we wouldn't be upset. 
but it's not. It's the little things. It's the it's the domestic the domesticity the domesticness whatever that word is. It's it's how they're domestic with each other that makes people want to come back. It's the small little touches to each other's backs. It's the small kisses on their foreheads. It's their the way they hold hands. It's the way they comfort each other that makes people want to come back because that is more important than the sex. And I feel as if the writers are like, well, we gave them these two huge sex scenes. So, you know, people have to be good with that. But like, no, we're not. <laughs> no, we are not. Like, I just, I don't understand how you can see the way that the fandom has responded to Tarlow's and just have nothing, nothing to say on it. All you want to do is just say, like, oh, well, he's a pretty face that shows up every now and then. Yeah, but he's also fucking talented. You know, he has, he knows what he's doing. He's amazing at this. The whole scene where their house gets burned down, Rafa's house, not Rafa's, sorry. Fuck. <laughs> where Carlos's house gets burnt to the ground. Granted, TK was living there, but it was... Carlos's place. It was where he put his roots. It's where he was making a life for himself. And that got taken away in a very traumatic way. And the very next episode, nothing. Absolutely fuck all. We got them in the last five seconds and it was a fucking joke. And I just... And that, like... Like, what are they thinking is my question. You know? I just, I just, I would love to be in the writer's room and just, I just, just observe, just see how the little talks go when this shit gets brought up by somebody and how it gets shut down by whoever else. Um, I would, I would just love that. Um, I, I think that they are well aware of what they're sitting on but they are not prepared to do anything with it for fear of people not watching because they don't, they don't want to lose the straight white moms that are watching this for Rob Lowe. You know what I mean? They don't want to lose the straight white dads that were watching for Liv Tyler. You know, they don't want to lose that, part of their demographic when they have a whole new generation who's watching this show who is just dying for more you know like every literally every week I see just tweet after tweet after tweet of where's Carlos why was Carlos not in this more why did this happen to Carlos and then we got no resolution for it what's happening with him and TK I mean you know like we don't get those little things that we got with other people and other couples on this show. And I think it's really important to kind of dig into why that is and hopefully open up a dialogue with the people who run this show and the writers of this show to be open to suggestion and to be open to ideas that will not take away from the other characters, but just bring more to these two people that aren't getting as much as the others. And 
I think that does come back around to the whole racism and homophobia thing I was talking about earlier. Because they think that if they're going to give more screen time or just more depth, more story to a queer man of color, that they are somehow going to take away from the, sh you know, the straight antics of Owen or the white gay problems of TK or, you know, the white problems of every other white character on that show. I mean, we get little glimpses of representation with Marjan and Mateo and Paul. We get little things with them as well, but they also got whole episodes that were kind of rooted in their character. And we had problems that were rooted in who they were as people. And we're not getting that with Carlos. And it's literally, I like, unless someone has another explanation, which I'm open to, if someone, if someone has a better explanation as to why Carlos is just getting fuck all from the writers, I am open to hear it and I'm willing to talk about it. But from my perspective, it's just, they're not comfortable with this Latino character getting more from the show. They're just not. And it just, it makes me, it genuinely makes me want to fight. <laughs> like, I don't know how else, I, I really don't know how else to say it other than all I want to do is just like physically fight because I am 27 years old and I will say 99% of all media that I have ever consumed in my life has been centered around straight whites or gay whites. Now don't get me wrong. I am happy to have LGBT representation in the media. I am happy that there are some things that are giving it more more FaceTime, I guess, in a sense, you know, um, I'm, I'm happy for that because it does start, it does get the ball rolling on, um, the topic of queer people in media. But the issue is that queer people are not all white. You know, we are out here as black, Latino, Brazilian, you know, fucking Muslim and Indian and Native American and indigenous people across the globe who have already been fucked over by the whites day in and day out. And, you know, like we exist, we're here. All I want to do is see characters who have everything that the white characters have, like bare minimum, literally bare minimum. Like we are asking for the bare minimum here and we just don't get it. And whether or not they have stuff planned for season three, we will not know until we get there. But as of right now, I am very disappointed with how Carlos has been treated by the people who run this show. And I know that there's always more going on behind the scenes. I'm well aware of that. I know that there are, you know, deadlines and writes and rewrites and rewrites all the way up to days of sh like the day of shooting. There are 
so many different factors that bleed into how a show is written and why it's written the way it is. But I think that if they really cared about this character, if they truly cared about Carlos, they would, every week they would go to Twitter, they would see what fans are saying, and they would utilize that. They would see where people are unhappy, they would see what they were happy with, what they were disappointed with, what they wanted more of, and they would somehow be able to combine that with what they already have planned ahead. You know what I mean? Because I know, okay, I am, again, I am well aware that these people probably already have at least a bullet point outline of what episode one, season three is going to be. All right. I know they do, but I think that they should take the fans into consideration. They should take Carlos into consideration. They absolutely should take Rafa into consideration. Hey, so picking back up um, this part, you edit out after you listen to what the first part was. Um, anyways, uh, where was I? <sighs> really just out here yelling, to be honest. Um, I've, I just have so many questions and comments and concerns. I think what gets me the most about this whole situation is that, you know, even in other shows that I've watched, we don't get a lot from the the POCs in general. Like, even if they're straight, we don't get a lot from them. And the fact that we have one who is now openly gay uh, on and off screen, it's just, you know, it's a real kick in the teeth. Um, but I know from watching some, like, um, interviews and stuff that Rafa has done, that he has said that he wants to see more from TK. I mean, from TK. I mean, yes, from TK, but also from Carlos. He also wants to see more from Carlos, you know? He wants to know more about what drives him. He wants to know more about his biggest fears, his greatest, his biggest dreams, you know, like, he wants to know those things, and the fact that, like, he doesn't, and he's the man who plays this character week in and week out, is just, it's baffling, because I've watched shows where these, where the actors have so much to go on with their character, they, they know who their character is, they know where they're coming from, they understand a bit about the ins and outs of who this person is, and it's like, he basically has to make up headcanons for himself to go to work. Like, it's insane to me. But, um, another point, <laughs> let's get back to points. Another point that I really wanted to make is that I think it's kind of gross to use a gay couple as a way to lure people in to watch your show if you're not going to do anything with them. 
You know, I think it's, I just think you have a responsibility as a showrunner and a writer to do the characters justice. You have that responsibility when you have a fragile character in the way that they are queer and POC to do what it is that people are expecting from this character, you know, because a lot of the times we don't get characters that just are, <laughs> who just get to be, you know, we don't get characters who are just, you know, doing their job one day and they look over and they see the hottest person they've ever seen in their whole life. You know, we don't, we don't get those kinds of stories. We get those in very traumatic ways. And again, I, gay trauma is great. You know, I love angst as a person. I angst is great, but also it just, When you have only the most hard, like when you only have the hard parts of who you are being shown on screen, you never get to really get past it. You know, you have to constantly relive your own trauma through characters when all you wanted was some fluffy domestic shit, you know? And I know this, is a, and I know this is a show with drama. It's a drama. It is. Um, I get that. I do, but I just think more can be done and there needs to be an open dialogue with those in the writing room about what they are going to do moving forward to do better. Because at this point, it's just, you know, Carlos is just their token gay Latino, isn't he? He really is. He's just your token gay Latino that you will shove into a scene for five minutes to be like, hey, he still exists, so shut up. You know what I mean? Like, that's not that's something we're asking for. We're well aware he exists. We're asking where the fuck he is. Why do we not see him? Why does he get the bare minimum compared to most other people on this show? You know what I mean? I just... Oh, I hope for season three that we get more Carlos. I hope we get a episode or two or seven where Carlos gets to have more of his story told. I hope that we get more of who Carlos and TK are as a couple and I am all, I am all for them being in game from day one. Okay. I am game for that. Do not get it twisted. However, I just, like I said, I like angst, but I like angst in like a normal angsty way. Like, I don't want the angst of like, you didn't tell them I was your boyfriend. Like if I, you know, I get that. I, like, I understand that angst. It's been done time and time and time and time and time again. Okay. I'm well aware that some people are out of the closet all the way. Some people are kind of out of the closet. Some people aren't always like completely out of the closet. I, I know that, but my issue 
again, is that the only drama we've really had with them is traumatic. <laughs> it's a coming out story. It's TK almost dying or dying and being in a coma. It's TK getting kidnapped and beat in the head with the butt of a gun. It's their house burning down. Like, all we get from these two gay characters are fucking trauma and sex. And it's just, you know, I want to see them fucking making dinner. I want to see them at the 126 Hangouts fucking playing Mario Kart. You know, like, I want to get those things. I want to get that kind of playfulness between them in a way where there is no insane amount of trauma <laughs> attached to it. And I keep using the word trauma because that's what it is. You know, when you're a gay and you're watching this show, you're just sitting there going, you know, when, when do we get to win? You know, when do we get to have that that peace that we all crave as queer people on this planet. You know, we just fucking, all we want is access to mental health care, access to medical care, and to fucking live in a cottage with the person we love most. Okay, that's literally all we're out here trying to do, man. And it's just, we are constantly getting our own traumas thrown back in our face and it makes it so hard to even continue on with your own life when you just always see that like oh so even in tv we don't win you know even in a book we don't win in a movie we don't win we're always killed we're always killed off in some way aren't we we're always sad in some way and people eat that shit up and i'm like and like i said i'm cool with it up to a certain extent I do love it, and I will consume that when I feel like I am in the right mind space to consume it. But sometimes, man, you just... Sometimes you just want that scene of TK and Carlos sitting on the couch, snuggling, talking, and just watching TV. Like, sometimes it's just all you need, all you want, you know? And we just, we don't... We don't get to have that. And that's something that, you know, we deal with every time we know we're tuning into some shit. You know, we get that. Um, and anyways, um, another point that I really want to make is that I think I kind of touched on it earlier, but Rafa is so amazing as an actor. Like, he, like genuinely, he just... He has that, that touch, you know, he has something that other people just don't have and he brings it every single time. And he's just not being, he's basically just being used as like eye candy, which I guess is fine to like casual watchers, like people who are just watching, but not getting completely involved. But for us who get involved, man, that's you know, you just, 
you kind of just start to wonder whether or not people think queer stories actually matter or if they think that we're just there for sex appeal. You know? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, Ralph is fucking gorgeous. Like, he's a beautiful man. But he's more than that. Like, he is so much more than that. And Carlos himself is so much more than that. He's more than just a pretty face. He's got fears and he's got his own traumas that we don't know about yet. You know, we, he, I just really, <laughs> I would love, very much love to see more of Rafa. And I know I keep saying that, but that's what this episode is about, baby. It's about him getting more. I think Rafa has the range, you know, he's got the range to do comedy and sexy and charming and sad. You know, he's got the wherewithal to go through all that as an actor and bring that all to this, you know, to the stage when he's, when he's working. And I just, I really do hope that season three, we get more out of him because queer people deserve normal stories. Queer people of color deserve to see themselves weekly. They don't deserve to tune in and not know whether or not they're going to get to see themselves that, that week. Like, are they worthy of seeing themselves that week? Um, I just, I think that there's still a lot more to do when it comes to queer people in media. I think there's a lot that still needs to be done with queer actors um, in the industry. And I just, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm still going to be there every week. It won't be every single Monday because the bitch has to work, <laughs> but I will be there every week to watch and to just hope that we are going to get more from Carlos Reyes because we're tired, <laughs> man. We are, we are tired of seeing queer characters not get what we feel as that we're promised when it comes to the promotions and, you know, the, fucking whatever else goes into making this shit, you know, like we are promised a interracial queer couple and we get half of that. We get half of it, you know? I think another thing that like really upset me though, like I, I promise, like I will wrap this up in a second, but I think one thing that really bothered me the most out of every episode I watched was that when TK came out of his when TK came out of his coma, he did not call up his dad. He did not call up Carlos. He called up his dad's fucking booty call, basically. Granted, she's amazing. She's beautiful. I loved her very much. But he brought his dad's you know, friend with benefits to his house to be like, so what do you think? 
when she dead ass was like, well, who would you normally talk to? And he goes, well, my boyfriend, who's not really my boyfriend, but he's basically my boyfriend. Then why wouldn't he just fucking call Carlos? Like, we get that TK is troubled. Okay, we get that he has trauma. Okay, I understand that. But like, the fuck? Like, he's just dead ass is just not going to call up the band that he actually used to talk to. Like, he's going to talk to, like, some lady he literally met coming out of a coma. Like, it's baffling to me. And that shit was just like, okay. I mean, like, I guess, cute scene. It was funny. It was great. But, like, he could have just called Carlos and been like, babe, we gotta, I gotta talk some shit out real quick. When are you, when are you available? And we could have had, we could have had that, you know? And, like, we didn't. <laughs> we could have had that after... TK got hit in the head with the butt of a gun and we did it. We could have had that after their house burned down and we did it. <laughs> Do you like see where I'm coming from? Where like every other character goes through some traumatic shit and they go to the person that you would think they would go to to talk about it. But when it comes to Carlos and TK, it's just Carlos is nowhere to be found and TK's all talking to some lady he literally met two minutes ago after being in a coma for God knows how long. You know, like, it's just, oh, it's fucking wild to me, man. Um, anyways, I would love to know your thoughts and opinions on what it is I touched on. I would love to know what you think I was wrong about. I would love that. I love an open dialogue about this kind of stuff. I love talking and conversing with people who don't always see it the same way I do, because maybe I can get open to a bigger picture I wasn't aware of, you know? Um, I am thankful to be able to do this. Um, I hope that you guys followed along. I know I kind of went on a TED talk about this shit, but it, it is very frustrating as a queer person to just you know, I feel like we're always right there. We're always just so, so close to having it be like exactly what all the straights get. And then, mm, you know, it just fucking gets tossed aside and you're just like, oh, okay. All right. Like, I mean, like, yeah, it happens day in, day out. But, you know, sometimes you just, you just want to see that win, man. You want to see it. You want to get it. You want to embrace it and rejoice with other gays about it. <sighs> I hope season three brings us that. But thanks for tuning in. Um, if you want a link to my socials, I will put them in the description below. Um, and again, please talk to me about it. I want to know. I want to know what y'all think was good, what y'all think was bad. Are you on the same wavelength as I am? Are you on a different wavelength? I just, ooh, I would love to hear it. All right. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope to see it or to, I hope to talk to you next time. <laughs>